Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my co-host, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hey, Kate. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. I'm really well. Good. So for this week, we actually got an email request for a topic. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and read it then. Essentially, the listener says, I am going to see my family for the first time in quite a while at Thanksgiving in a few weeks. We have a history of frequent disagreement and conflict, which the principles help me understand is really just a habit of insecure and low mood thinking that has gotten passed down through several generations simply due to a lack of understanding about how thought creates our experience. After experiencing this amazing shift in perspective, I would love to share this understanding with my family members so that they might benefit from it as well. However, I feel I don't know the right way to approach the conversation in order to avoid my family reacting negatively and feeling that I'm pushing some belief system onto them. Should I avoid sharing anything about the principles unless one of them comes to ask me what allowed my life to change in such a positive way? I'd love any advice in general that you guys may have with respect to introducing the understanding of the three principles to others in your family or friend circle and the best way to approach it. Um, to the person that wrote in, that was an amazingly well put email, <laughs> by the way. Mm. It was really well done. So when anything show up for you around that topic? Well, yeah, first thing I'm gonna echo what you just said. So I read that on my work phone, which has my work email on it. One evening my time last week and well, first of all, I'm delighted that you wrote in with this question, and um, thanks for what you said about um, the podcast and what the, the Three Principles Understanding has done for your life. And to me, one reason why I think this is an important topic and why it's a timely one when so many people, certainly in the U.S., are visiting family imminently, and then um, a lot of people in the in other parts of the world are seeing their family within the next six to seven weeks. Then it's a really 
timely one for us to to chat about i think and yeah i mean how clear this person is in their email about what they understand i think is just a, a very cool thing to see i can only speak from personal experience in in me talking about this with people and what seems to i don't know get people to listen and what stops people listening when i talk about it and the the best i can kind of like boil it down to would be if i'm saying hey i've been learning about this thing called the three principles then it, it doesn't tend to go so well and then i talk about mind thought and consciousness and then i will talk about something else i might have read but what does is my own truth my own seeing so i remember vividly back in 2012 i was getting together with a group of friends and they hadn't seen me in about a year and they thought he's going to show up totally exhausted he's going to show up like this because they knew my travel had been quite intense the previous few months and i showed up looking relaxed lost a heap of weight happy comfortable and they went how come we thought you'd be fried now, that wasn't the word that they would have used right this is a bunch of people from wales so fried isn't a word that they'd say but i know what your part of the world kate then that would be a phrase that would make a lot of sense and you're not what's happened well i would say you know something like well it's funny i just feel happy oh come well i don't take myself so seriously anymore really yeah how come well i just don't believe everything i think or words to that effect whatever seems true in the moment to me now i'm pretty sure that those weren't the exact words that i said back in you know the summer of 2012 but it would have been something like that in the moment that came out but here's the point i think i'm trying to make my truth how i see it not the principles according to sydney banks or what i read in this book by elsie spittle or what i heard in a webinar from michael neal or what george pransky once told me it was what i've seen for me and the heartfeltness of my truth coming out that has resonance for people from experience that that is far more uh, easy for someone to hear and listen to than me talking about something that seemed like a good idea or seemed like a nice idea my truth and what it's done for me so that's the first thing that comes to mind and the first thing that came to mind when i read that lovely email last week how about you I think the first thing that when I read the email the first time, and I went back actually and read it again right before we recorded just to kind of 
touch base with it again is that I can remember that feeling like in the beginning, you know, when you start to change and you're noticing these changes and how you're feeling and and you want to share that. You want to share it with people. You want to watch people change like you changed. And, uh, and that's such a, it's such a wonderful feeling, you know, especially if you spent, you know, the majority of your life a certain way and then something starts to really open up, you know? And you feel like you want to share that gift with other people. So I remember what that's like. And then, you know, what I heard when I just read it out loud, especially with how clear it sounds to the person who wrote the email mm -hmm. how clear they seem to be with how we are creating our experience. I was like, oh, she'll know if she should say anything or not in the moment. Mm -hmm. They will absolutely know one way or the other what should be done in that moment with her family. That's what I think. Like, that's what occurred to me. And that any other kind of planning on what to say or how to say it or who to say it to, that's when our intellect jumps in and is starting to, to add to the conversation. Because we just, the more clear we are about how things work, the more we start to trust, I think that in the moment, we know to stay quiet. We know to use words with people. We know what words to use. The words that the person that we're talking to can hear. Maybe not even the words we would normally use. Like when we just really start to trust the intelligence of life to meet us in any situation. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I brought this up in a previous podcast. I don't think that I have. But maybe your memory's uh, rubbing off on me when. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of memory, you mean. But I was listening to a coaching conversation actually with a dear friend and um, Dick and Bettinger. And this friend that was being coached just felt really strongly about sharing this and coaching others and teaching the three principles and just felt really drawn to it. And I remember something that Dickens said, who was a previous guest, by the way, in case you want to go back and listen to that episode. I don't remember the specific words, but the point that he was making was that if you are living your life from this deeper feeling and you are appreciating your life and you are having 
a wonderful experience of life. You are already sharing the principles with people. And it's amazing how in that conversation, it just took all the pressure off of this is what to say and how to say it and how to get people to have the same insights. And, you know, that's just not on us, right? And if, and if our reader decides to show up and just share everything that you know with anybody who will listen, you can't really get it wrong either. You're just going to notice that maybe they're not with you on this thing. So, But in the end, it's all coming from this really beautiful place. I don't know if you could get it wrong. And maybe, you know, sometimes when we're completely off the mark and we're not really listening to our inner wisdom, we're just trying to get it out and get people to hear what we're yeah. saying. I don't know. Maybe one day they'll be like, what were you saying all those years ago? You know, like, we just don't know. I don't know if you can yeah. get this thing wrong, really. That's a great thing to remember. <laughs> we can't really get it wrong. The only time that I remember it being sticky and I've watched it from me and other people relaying their own experiences is if they're sharing in the hope that somebody else would change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the motive might come from um, the reason I'm sharing and you know, not for them to get anything, not for them to change, sharing from my own heartfelt space, sharing for sharing's sake. That I've noticed makes a difference for me. Otherwise then it feels, it can feel like I'm pushing. And I mean, I know what it's like when I'm being pushed by somebody, there's something to resist. Mm -hmm. And that's not the kind of conversation that tends to be full of ease and love. It can be, it just isn't as likely. So you're right, that. I think, I'll okay. get it wrong. And yet, I've noticed there are things that I can do and say that make it less likely for someone to listen and be open. And still not wrong. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I interrupted you. When no, you I totally interrupted you. I was just going to say that it seems like people know anyway that little subtext behind when you try to get them to change. <laughs> they can yeah. feel the intention behind it. Yes. <laughs> They're on to it. They may not recognize it as that, but they probably don't know why they're pushing up against whatever you're saying, but they are. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's subconsciously, right? It still is there. There's a resistance. Yeah. I just had this thought. You know, we, we put so much... We put so much emphasis on the things that we say, right? The things that are said to us and and we miss how powerful sometimes and full, not just powerful, but full 
the quiet can be. You know, just to be with people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be silent to be quiet. It might be worth explaining a bit. It doesn't have to be silent to be quiet. Yeah. Hmm. I think the quiet has more to do with the feeling. Hmm. It feels like a deeper listening. And that in itself just being with people and listening to them, that can shift things with people very powerfully. Not to mention that when you're in that kind of deeper listening space with somebody, like they feel heard. I think they settle. And it almost seems like being in a deep listening space, I think we start to, not only are we listening to the person in front of us and what they're saying, we're listening below what they're saying. And then we're also listening inside ourselves. And that all happens from a quiet space inside of us. And for me personally, I haven't always really appreciated that space. Like something needed to be said somehow or something was lacking if it wasn't said. And it's not, you know, up until a few years ago that I really started to appreciate that that quieter, that deeper listening. Yeah. Did you hear anything in that? Well, well, earlier on when you said it's not just powerful, it's full. Mm -hmm. I had an echo of that in listening to you. It's Mm -hmm. full. It's pure energy. It's presence. It's me not being connected with my egoic mind. Mm -hmm. It's me being here and here as opposed to here because it's it's funny how some of the loudest moments of my life have been pure present pure presence with that energy going on so i'm messing around with my you know brother's kids when they were growing up and now his grandkids it's really loud but there's nothing but now and it's full and it's just playing. Or me shouting at a football game, which I did a lot last night. Not quiet in volume terms, but totally present. And in the moment. Maybe it's loud, but quiet. Yeah, that's possible, right? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Kids, probably. <laughs> Probably kids. That's why words are a bit lame at times, because the meaning behind those two words, like, well, no, I can't say, but no, in the way that I've been discussing it, absolutely true. Yeah, Yeah. it's possible. Yeah. 
loud but quiet. I loved what you said earlier as well, though, of just showing up and following what occurs. Yeah. Knowing that we can't get it wrong. I just remembered um, my mother's aunt, Auntie Beryl, who passed 20 years ago now. And I remember her being at a wedding and sitting there watching the dance floor in rapture. She wasn't dancing, but she loved watching everyone else enjoying themselves. She was enthralled. Now, to me, that's who I remember again of someone who was very present and just had that, I don't know, being in her. Yeah. Love that. And I could imagine as well, some people being a little bit confused by that and going up and saying, how come you're so happy watching everyone being happy? What's your secret? You know, because I, I remember a friend of mine relaying this evening that he had somewhere, he was in Los Angeles and he was having a drink by the bar and then having dinner at the bar. He was alone on this Friday night or something and had this joyfulness within him and a quiet mind and a joyfulness in his presence. And people kept coming up to him saying, you're having a good time. Yes, I am. What happened? I'm just happy. It's like how that would be a way that, you know, funnily enough, and he didn't do this for any other reason, but he got people asking for his business card. A coach. He was a coach, starting out coaching. And he got people asking for his business card about how come he could be so happy just by showing up at life. I'd forgotten about until just then. Powerful. Very. Yeah. Well, I will say to our, our listener and emailer, that I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you can't get it wrong and you'll know. That's what I would say. You'll know what to say, what not to say. If you're listening and it wasn't you that sent in this email, <laughs> same is true for you too. Yeah. And if you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a very happy holidays, safe travels. I'll be having Thanksgiving in uh, your country. Oh, really? I will. At a football game. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, when? What yeah. game? 49ers are playing Seattle. Wow. Thanksgiving night. 5 p.m., 5.20 p.m. Pacific time, I will be there. Nice. Yeah, we will. Hopefully It'll giving thanks for a win. I hope so. <laughs> for my team, I can hope that. <laughs> thanks, Win, And thank you thanks. to our, uh, our listener. Yeah. It's a great topic. And if you... 
yeah, great topic. And again, and if you've ever wondered about something that you'd like us to talk about, well, open invitation, send us an email, drop us a note. We'd love to um, mull over whatever questions that you may have or a topic that you'd like us to explore. Mm. So happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate it. And uh, we'll see you again next week. You've been listening to this week's Under the Noise with my wonderful co-host, Kate Roberts. I'm going to say fabulous. Oh, I've learned how to yeah. say that properly. I have not forgotten that, I think. <laughs> fabulous co-host, uh, Kate Roberts and me, Wynne Morgan. And we look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Take care. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynne or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.